0: Skip here. Finally made it back home. Uh, 4,200 miles in seven days. Uh, My wife and I took a bit of an epic journey together. Uh, We uh, went to the Bahamas on a cruise, came back. Lots of observations to make, but uh, here I am. You can hear I'm surrounded once again (laughs) by by the animal farm in my house. We have two dogs and one cat. Uh, freezing cold. Absolutely bitter. I think it's like eight below outside, something like that. It's ridiculous. Quite a shock to the system to go from 85 to eight below. Uh, anyway, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to to be with you again. Um, I was able to produce a few uh, so I wasn't completely without contact, but uh, I'm glad to be home and uh, be back with you. Uh, one of the things that that I do, and I've shared this with you before, is I observe. I've always been this way, you know. I've always been this kind of person who would be just as happy to people watch. Uh, as to you know, do anything else, and I've come back from this journey with a lot of observations, a lot of self-reflection. But uh, I want to do something just a pinch different today, and I, I think it's time to do this, uh, because the podcast is growing. We're coming up on thirteen and a half thousand total listens. Uh, Depending on the week, you know, the audience it can be hundreds, it can be in the 20s, 30s, 40s, who knows, uh, but we're growing and, and I'm grateful that you're sharing the podcast and I'm grateful that uh, it means something to you. It means the world to me to do this, uh, but I, this might be a little bit of an extended one today. I'll try not to make it too extended, but I want to tell you about, as much as I can tell you about, how I came to understand this. And of course, in doing so, I'm going to tell you, once again, sort of the core tenets of finding meaning, and maybe a little bit about myself. Uh, I've learned to protect my privacy, so I will not divulge anything too personal, but I, I just think it's time to Maybe paint a bigger picture, at least for me, if not for you, anyway. Hopefully this is helpful. Uh, because I came back from our journey thinking really deeply about what it means to find real meaning and, and to be human. So I'm, you know, 58-year-old man, uh, four children, uh Raised in the 70s, you know, raised by people who insisted, I believe like they believe, behave like they believe uh, behave. Nothing unusual about that. We all, we all do that. We've all been there. Uh, began searching. You know, my childhood was not the best childhood. I wanted some answers. And, uh, you know, really, the first half of my life was a profound search. Until about the age of 27, uh, you know, I had uh, searched in bad relationships. I've, I had searched in chemicals and alcohol. I had searched everywhere. And finally, I ran out of options in so many ways. I found myself in a, in a drug and alcohol treatment center in Iowa City, Iowa in nineteen ninety three and, uh, had that epiphany. I think I've shared it with you before that, uh, I wasn't sure I could go on any further and something enveloped me in complete love. I was completely enveloped in unconditional acceptance and love, uh, all by myself in a room and it changed who I am. Uh, Once I I left that place, I began. That's really, for me, where the real spiritual journey began. Uh, And it continued. And I began to search and, you know, found the woman who I adore, my current wife. Uh, We have been together since 1994. Been married since 1996. Um, But this journey continued, you know even after that great epiphany, I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know where to put it. I didn't know how to categorize it because that's what the human mind does. The human mind categorizes things. Uh, So I figured that I would take this epiphany and try to fit it into the 12-step model. Then I tried to fit it into the religious model. And you don't want to hear all the details of that, but needless to say, uh, I spent the following twenty well, not probably, you know, yeah, twenty years, I guess, <clears throat> uh, maybe a little bit more. Really, searching for what that feeling was, what what had happened to me in that room by myself seemed more real than anything else. Uh, it that that mystical transformative experience was probably the most real thing I have ever felt and I needed to do something with it but I didn't know I didn't know that the that the things that the world offers those categories those models those boundaries can't contain that love I thought that I could take that experience of unconditional love and somehow plug it into the way life is, and I couldn't. And finally, you know, after being an a ordained minister for 20 years, I left because uh, it finally became clear to me in uh, another huge epiphanal moment that 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 love can't fit into the world that I created, that we've created together as humans. That the love I felt when I witnessed my children be born, the love I felt when I found my soulmate, my better half, if you will, um, the day we got married, that that depth of love, it does not fit in to a religion. It does not fit into a self-help model. It does not fit into science or politics because those things are really constructs of human thought. And human thought... Uh, is really based in what is handed to us from prior generations of human thought. And so, there was a point, uh, there was a day, and gosh, I suppose late 2017, when the circumstances of my life had come together once again, just like they did when I was 27, where I just had to recognize that what I kept doing was trying to construct a life out of ego, out of who I thought I should be, out of what the world said I should be, out of what the world said I wasn't, out of what I thought I wasn't. All of these things became clear to me in uh, uh, an epiphanal moment, profoundly uh, amazing. And I hear some noise down the hall, if you'll just excuse me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very professional podcasting, huh? <laughs> Closing, closing, uh, closing bedroom door so I don't wake people up. Um, it just I had realized, and this is going on what I don't know what two thousand seven years ago, six years ago, that finally the struggle made sense to me why i couldn't find any real meaning why even when i stepped away from things that's obviously wrong as drugs and alcohol or depending on other people for my self-worth even after i realized uh, that those things were harmful why i still couldn't find meaning is because the places then that i searched for meaning they didn't have within them that love that I felt in that room. And it wasn't until it finally dawned on me, it finally came that light bulb, and I'm probably going to name this episode The Light Bulb. That light bulb went off in me, that epiphany, that moment when I said, oh, well, here's why. Because everything I thought could contain meaning and could contain that reality can't because the way we live as humans is not constructed from that love, is not constructed from the sympathy and empathy and compassion that wonderful people had shown me over the years. I could go back and do a whole series of podcasts just on individuals that entered my life and transformed it And journeyed with me for a while um, and showed me great compassion, that compassion, that sympathy, that empathy, that kindness, that love is something other than the things we've constructed as humans, the realities we've constructed, the religious notions, the political notions, the notions of of what it means to be human. One could even say much of uh, the psychology that we've created. Uh, And I don't want to dismiss or demean any of this because I I had to take all those avenues. You know, I had to go to therapy. Good good therapy is a great thing. Uh, The problem is, the challenge is finding a therapist that's good Uh, You know, going to 12-step meetings saved my life. Journeying through religion, I met wonderful people. This is not about what's right or wrong or good or bad. This is about seeing clearly uh, that what, what finding meaning is about is not about taking who you currently are and finding a category in the world for it. It is literally about becoming, in my opinion, that love, that kindness, that sympathy. It's about becoming the friendship. It's about becoming the compassion. It's about becoming the kindness and the love. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm not there yet. I'm working towards it. My patience was severely tested on our trip. As it always is, and I am reminded once again that I'm you know like everyone else, just a product of what I was taught. But I will tell you, my friends, when you're on a ship in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean or any ocean with three thousand other people, you see clearly <laughs> you see clearly what is real and what is not, and what is not real is our vanity it's it's our it's our Insistence that we're the center of the universe—it's, it's our ego. Um, what is real is the love I got to share with my wife, uh, the love of coming home to our pets and our kids, the love of what well, the love I experienced in that room so many years ago in that treatment center—that's the real. That's the real thing. It, it just isn't any longer for me a better aspect of life. Uh, you know, it isn't love and compassion just isn't something that I have to try to behave. Uh, it, it is literally a sense of being that happens when your consciousness gets raised a little bit <clears throat> and your awareness of things. I still got a lot of work to do. Um, I'm still very judgmental. I still have very little patience. I still do a lot of work around my intuition. I've always been deeply intuitive. And I can really sense when things are off. And that's hard to live with. So my point is I'm learning. I hope you're learning. And I just am so grateful to have finding meaning to to share this with you. Uh, what I am relatively positive of at this point in the journey, is that no longer do I need the need to find a category for who I authentically am no longer exists. I don't have to belong to the world. I have to be in it. I have to love people in it. I have to practice compassion in it. But I don't have to categorize myself anymore. I don't have to be the Christian or the Buddhist. I don't have to be the minister or the follower. I don't these are all things that have been washed out of my life by the realization that the categories themselves impede that feeling I had in that room <laughs> so many years ago. And I can tell you, folks, uh, although I'm growing and learning, I'm a pretty darn happy guy. Um, I'm, I have a deep gratitude, that is for sure. Anyway, there you have it. I hope this is helpful. I will uh, hopefully get back on the schedule, go back to work on Monday, so hopefully we'll we we'll get the schedule going again and uh, hey you know just keep doing that simple simple work you know ultimately what brought me to this point was kindness generosity love and hope anyway looks like my dog needs some water i'm going to go practice some kindness uh and i'll talk to you later bye bye